This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey, everybody. Hello. We have got a great show for you today. First, we are chatting with Tiana Taylor and A.V. Rockwell, two women behind the incredible new film, 1001. And then we are talking about buying fakes. Not husbands, not cars, not diamonds. We are getting down and dirty with buying those fake purses. And as always, we have our hashtag swag bag. And up next, take it away, small child. Taking shit. I'll start with shits. Sebastian got me so fucking sick. And here you were just bragging about your health the other day while I ignored you. God smote you down. I really have been in a really good health place, which is probably annoying for a lot of people. I know my good health is Carrie's nose job. I get that. The reason me being in good health has been such a big deal for me, I just haven't felt healthy. I'm not Carrie. I don't prioritize working out. The most I've ever prioritized is trying to stay thin in terms of quote unquote quote, health. So to finally be at a place where I actually feel healthy was great and awesome. And also, you know, I deal with depression and problems getting out of bed. So to be in that phase, it felt so good. So then Sebastian got me sick. I had a fever. I haven't been like that since I had COVID. And then my tits are, I went to Austin with Matt, which was amazing. I've never been to one of Matt's movie premieres. They never give him two tickets. They gave him two tickets for this one. I got to act as his publicist. He got to walk the red carpet and I was like, listen to me. You need to handle it like this. And he's like, well, what if they don't know? And I'm like, look, the people that are interviewing you have no idea who you are. They may not even know what a music supervisor does. They are going to do their best to make up a question on the fly. Just go with it. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. You know what you do? Just talk like you always talk. And he was great. He nailed it. We had so much fun. We were hanging out with all these music people. We were seeing heavy metal shows, which is not at all my thing. I used to be a heavy metal bride, so I do know the music. And I have been at South by with my heavy metal boyfriend at the time. We saw Pigs, 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 Pigs. That was one band. We also saw Upchuck. I just felt way cooler than I actually am in real life. And more importantly, we just got some nice couple time, slept late, partied, and felt like old Ashley and Matt, minus the fact that we were exhausted all the time because we're old. <laughs> right. It was nice. I needed it. And your fashion looked fabulous. You guys look so great. Thank you very much. I tried really hard. My shits are, I got bad blood work again. You guys have been on this health journey with me with perimenopause and all this stuff. I've always had a lot of red herrings. This time the blood work was no red herrings. It was all in one direction, which I guess is a tit because now they know what to do with me. It's focused at least. It's just like, yo, you are full on in early aggressive menopause. What do you mean aggressive? The way that the doctor that I saw today described it, which made a lot of sense. Guess what? She was a woman. What a shocker that she described it in a way that makes sense. She was like, listen, 45 isn't a strange age to start perimenopause, but perimenopause menopause is a long journey and it's a slow decline. The kind of 
perimenopause that you are in right now, the aggressiveness and the onset of so many symptoms at once is like someone who's in their late 50s. Mm. So you not only started perimenopause on the earlier side of when people start it, but you got it hot and heavy every all at once. What is the movie? Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's exactly how my perimenopause is. Usually it's slower and your bloods just went from fine to we're done. And that's not usually how it goes. She's like, that is not normal. But it happened to my mom. It's genetically what happens in my family. Just like you. I want to be in good health. I don't want to be a mean bitch for 10 years. Yeah. I don't want to be a hot, sweaty, stinky asshole of a person. I almost bought a necklace that was a working knife the other day. At least like you can't have that. You're going to do something bad with it. Also, you're accident prone. You're going to accidentally Steve Irwin yourself or something. The shits are my blood work also showed that I had high sugars, which they think is an insulin resistance for menopause. Good news is it's finally aggressive enough and in one direction that I just took my first progesterone pill and I might start testosterone and they might put me on a semi-glutide like fucking Kim Kardashian. Which is Ozempic for people who don't know. There's other ones aside from Ozempic. Mahjong sounding one. Majoro. Majora. Majora. Labia Majora. Whatever that one is. Most people, once you start it, you need to be on it forever. But they said that overeating isn't my issue. I just need a jump start to get that belly fat weight and then my bloods will probably be better. I don't know, guys. It's a journey. And then my other tits are Lee and I got to spend equal parenting time. Did he take advantage of equal parenting time? Yes. Oh, I love this. It wasn't fully equal. Steps, man. On vacation, he took Luna by herself so I could have time. And then that kind of continued this weekend where if I had something to do that I needed to do by myself, I had Luna in the morning by myself and then he had her in the night. And then yesterday, part of the day, I took Luna into the city to go see that Encanto house with my friend. And then at night, I needed to study to take this time to get in my master's program and he took her. And Luna is so well regulated when she spends time with us equally. And Lee noticed it. Luna was like, my love for my mommy is as big as the universe, but my love for you is as big as this house. And before Luna said her love for dad was her two fingers just together. And now she was like, it's as big as this house, dad. So she has been such a good girl. She was so much better regulated when Lee gave her his time. Listen, he is the breadwinner in the family. He can't always do that. But I think he really saw the effect for the first time. Tonight, he's going to be home late and he's like, if I get home in time, can I put her to bed? I love this. So that was a huge tip. This must feel really good for you. Those are some big bazookas. Let me tell ya. Luna got up today and went to school, which the mornings are always really hard for us. We got to school right at 9 a.m. Wow. Kids are like baby birds. They say that a bird can detect if the air is just a little bit bad. Kids can just detect the slightest change and it makes the hugest difference. I'm very happy for you. How was the Encanto thing? Worth going to? It's very busy. I would not go on a weekend. They have equity actors and singers doing the music. Okay, so he might really like that. Yeah, it's really cool. It was fun. Of course, I then spent like $115 at the gift shop afterwards. Okay. The Encanto House Experience at Camp Store in New York City. The one on 5th. They have one in Brooklyn, but I think they're doing a space interaction one in Brooklyn. 
Focus Features' new film, 1001, is in theaters nationwide. A story about Black motherhood in America, unapologetic and free-spirited Inez kidnaps six-year-old Terry from the foster care system, convinced it's one last necessary crime on the path to redemption. Holding on to their secret with each other, mother and son set out to reclaim their sense of home, identity, and stability in New York City. This film is the winner of the U.S. Grand Jury Prize Dramatic at Sundance 2023 Film Festival. And today, Ashley's sitting down to talk with the film's writer and director, A.V. Rockwell, and star Tiana Taylor. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, ladies. The film is incredible. I'm coming to you from a mom podcast. One of the things that we talk about often is that motherhood is this unifier, but Inez's struggles are not necessarily those of every mother. So what do you want other mothers, those that don't know what it's like to struggle to raise a kid in a city that they're being priced out of, those that aren't scared that stop and frisk laws are going to take their children away from them, what is it that you you want those mothers to know about this motherhood experience in a film that's being marketed as the quintessential Black mother experience in America. If this is your experience, I want people to feel seen. I think if it's not your experience, then I want you to have better understanding and feel more connected to the experience of another human being, especially for a woman like Inez. A lot of what society does is instead of trying to fully understand her and to be supportive to her, what they'll do is try to pacify her. Maybe if you were a little bit more quieter, maybe if you talked a certain way, maybe if you moved through the world a certain way, then maybe things wouldn't be so difficult for you. I think that's how we're treated as Black women, let alone as Black mamas. So much of the world is on her shoulders. I hope that if you are not Inez, that you have a better understanding of what it means to be a woman like Inez and to have more compassion for her and celebrate all the ways in which she is heroic, whether she's your mom or she's just a woman that you see walking down the street. So many layers that she has to deal with, but even with in our own community, the classism, the colorism, there's so many layers that this woman is having to suppress and overcome in order to show up with the full capacity to love her child. One of the continued conversations we keep having on our show is this exploration of whether the Me Too movement has really changed and helped women in the film industry. A.V., from your firsthand experience as a filmmaker, do you think things are changing? I think optically you are seeing changes in very beautiful ways. I think within the last year alone, there was so many major releases that were made by Black women and put us at the center and put women at the center, period. And so I think just being embraced by audiences and by the industry 
on both critical levels and box office is really beautiful. And I think there's just so many examples of us doing it that younger generations and young women can see and just seeing like, oh, I can do this too. And that's really important. However, I think that, again, these are optics. These are all like what we're seeing and what's being pushed front and center or marketed in certain ways. But statistically, I think that's what's more important because it is a wide spanning industry. The last time that I looked at statistics of what was really happening in the last five years, we were still only specifically Black women directors, 2% of working directors. So that means that A, there's not a lot of us and there's only a teensy bit of us that are actually working. But even if there are more of us that you're seeing visibly, how many are actually working? That means on paper, what we're doing, what we're passionate about is a hobby. Until somebody gives them their space and opportunity to be making and fully creating a lane for them within this business, working in TV, working in film in a way that is consistent and really empowers them to get stories out and represent us in better ways. So I want to continue to see those numbers jump dramatically before I really feel confident that we're in a new era. A thousand 2001 is open in theaters nationwide now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we are talking about buying fakes. To start out the segment, I took from an article from The Cut from 2022. It's called The Rich New York Women Who Love Their Fake Birkins. So basically, this article is all about these rich women in New York who are buying fake bags. They do it in a few different ways, but basically, there are Tupperware parties for fake Birkins. Anyone out there that has one of those parties, invite Ashley and I. These parties, these are not like $100 for the bag. You can expect to pay for a good Birkin replica, probably 2K. So on Reddit, there's a subreddit called Rep Ladies. And I think they have about 200,000 members, most of which are millennial women in New York City. And they teach you things like how to communicate in Chinese to sellers. Oh boy. How to avoid getting docs. How to buy bags from sellers with fake names who liaise for factories in the middle of nowhere China. There are some beliefs that some of these people who sell quote unquote fake bags are actually selling actual bags from those factories, but they have some kind of imperfection. I worked as a shoe model and the factories that often make the shoes often make the bags. And there's a similar thing that happens in the shoe industry. You know, a lot of times when you go to buy these fake bags, they'll send you papers that look like authentication papers. Those are usually bullshit. But sometimes these things do actually come from those exact factories. So you might get a serial number. It won't actually be registered to 
Hermes, but you'll have something that looks like it. So among this group are chief executives, venture capitalists, diplomats, big tech advisors. These are women who can truly afford real deals. But part of it is the chase of the thrill of getting a bargain. The illicit nature. They get off on it. Yeah. These are working women and they work very hard for their money. They don't want to just throw it away on a status symbol. So there's this quote. This is one woman they interviewed who gave a fake name and everything. My friends that spend a lot on authentics have either never worked a day in their life or they've married rich guys, she says. But if you're working hard for your money, you don't want to spend it on stupid stuff. In New York especially, wealthy people just have more interesting things to do with their money. They invest in crypto. They reinvest in their businesses. They invest in their children. So I love this idea that it's like we want those things, but we also realize how stupid it is to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars on a purse just so you can say, I spent this much money on a purse. So there's this whole thing that's come about from episode one of the newest season of Succession. Cousin Greg brings this girl who's carrying a Burberry and Tom, who I love so much, I think he's my favorite character from the show. He calls it a capricious bag. And he says, what does she have in there? Her flats for the subway, her lunch pail. The whole idea, and so many people have dissected this, is when you have real money, and I'm not talking about a couple of mil, I'm talking about real ass money. The kind of money that you hide in the Bahamas, that kind of money. Exactly. There is no need to buy something because it says Gucci. It's more like you're buying the row because it's more understated. You're buying St. John knits that don't say St. John. What Bottega Veneta, I think, used to be. One reseller is something of an urban legend. She shills reps out of her Tribeca penthouse and uptown where the extra room in her classic six serves as a showroom. Oh, a classic six, yes. I know. All the moms buy from her, one Upper West Side rep buyer noted, while another described a party at which guests are encouraged to compare the real Birkins to the fake ones she's selling. I've seen a lot of influencers at them and a few reality stars. So I wanted to mention some pop culture reality references we've had Yes, to reality stars buying fakes. You are so in your lane right now. I feel like I'm watching Dateline and NBC. And we're going deep into some child porn ring, except it's reality stars, fake Birkins. You're like, it was a cold December evening. 100%. So when Jen Shaw's home was raided, they found 30 counterfeit luxury bags and 40 pieces of counterfeit luxury jewelry. Uh, duh. We could have guessed that. Louis, I don't know his last name, Ruelas or whatever, Teresa Judice's new husband. There was that big news story around Christmas that he bought all of her daughters at Cartier nail bracelet. Yep. And they showed it in what is one of the classic Cartier boxes. It's a big square and it has the gold embellishment around it. But what I found really interesting is if you watch the most recent episode of Housewives of New Jersey. So people, when you're hearing this, it would have been two weeks ago's episode. Jackie, who we now know has money, flat out said, those bracelets do not come in that box. That's a giveaway. She's like, I have five. Right. She's like, I know for a fact that shit's fake. Also, So in either the last or second to last season of Real Housewives of New York, I think it was Leah who accused Ramona of having all these fake bags. And if you remember, every one of Ramona's birthdays, she wants all of her upper class, upper east side ladies to get their money together and buy her a luxury bag. So I think she doesn't spend any money on a real purse for herself. She just expects other people to do it. That's so Ramona, though. That's the most Ramona thing in the entire world. So now that we have that, Carrie and I have bought a few fake items on our own. Unfortunately, we have not been invited to the parties. Do the right thing, guys. 
reach out. We've not dove into the world of the secret underbelly. Even just the Instagram resellers. I've DM'd with some of them. I think it was for a Gucci Jackie. I reached out to a reseller on Instagram and she wanted $300. And I was like, $300 for a fake bag. I'm just not there. I just do feel like that's a lot of money for a fakie right now off of Instagram. I'm not at a party where I can actually see it. Right. I figured Carrie and I would walk you guys through how to find good fakes on where we get ours, which is DHgate. First step, download the app. Do not search on the web. It's for some reason way harder. Download the app. Here's some 50-year-old woman grandma steps. Download the app. Open the app. Log into the app. Do not search for Gucci bag. I just want to remind you, what you're doing is illegal. So it's not like it's going to be that easy. To buy a good fake, you're going to have to invest some time. It's a treasure hunt. It's a treasure hunt. It's a skill. It takes time. It involves going to the subreddit, rep ladies. There's a lot of different steps that need to be done to get yourself a good fake. You're going to want to search by the name of the bag, not the brand. So if you want the Gucci Jackie, you would search for Jackie. If you want the Dior Lady Bag, you're going to search for the Lady Bag. You're not going to search by the brand. Don't Google fake Gucci. You can also search under luxury bags, most bought bags in the luxury section. There's some other ways to go around it. If you're not quite sure what your bag is named and you can't find it in the research, put your filters on, put luxury bag, put most purchased, highest rated. And oftentimes what they will show you is a bag that doesn't have the logo on it. Yes. Because if they put the logo on it, they'll get in trouble. You'll get in trouble. I want you guys to study your original. You're going to want to study little details depending on the bag you're looking for. Check to make sure the G is two G's and not a C and a G. If you want a Louis Vuitton, I don't know, like a Speedy, go on to the Louis Vuitton website. And really look at the interior. Look at the hardware. Yes. Look at all the details of the bag so you know what you're looking for. Really look at that hardware. That makes a huge difference. Then you really have to look because oftentimes they can't put the fabric or the logo on the thing that you're going to get because that's illegal. Yeah. So you have to look one photos. Review photos. Photos that buyers have taken. Make sure there's a bunch of reviews, not just a few. Right. And make sure the purchases, there's a bunch because lots of them are like two purchases. Don't buy from that person. And a lot of times you'll see like five reviews, but they're all the same broken English review repeatedly. So you obviously know that that's a fake. And then look at the materials. Check to make sure if it's a matte leather, it's supposed to be a matte leather. Or that it's actually leather. Right. I mean, there are some bags that are not leather that are fancy. I have not gotten one real leather one. There's one exception. Two out of the three fake bags I've bought do look like real leather. Right. You just want to make sure that the fabrication, the interior looks good. A lot of times they'll scrimp on the interior of the bag. I want a row bag so badly and I have been researching and researching for months and it is so hard because the row does not put the row on the bags. People don't want them as much and it's very hard to find a verified through reviews and that's why I haven't made the purchase. Same thing with APC bags. I also think APC bags aren't that expensive so no. they're like why do it but I want an APC bag but I also don't really want to spend $600 on an APC bag. They do sell fake coach. Coach is cheap. Right. The less blingy the harder it is to find. Totally. And then the other thing is you just go ahead and search hashtag DHgate finds on TikTok. DHgate fence finds and see what they're doing how they searched for it. Sometimes by the time it gets to you on TikTok that seller 
Traveler's already been shut down. I find that a lot. Or they've sold out of that bag. Right. It's another resource. It's another way to see the bags. I also find there are a lot of TikTok creators who specialize in the DHgate stuff. One, DHgate does have an influencer program where they just send influencers shit tons of free stuff. So that doesn't mean it's good, guys. And there's a lot of times where you'll see somebody on there and you have to have a discerning eye to be like, that actually looks like leather or that looks really cheap because a lot of times these people will say like, look at how beautiful this pink Louis Vuitton purse is. And it's like, no, you are wrong about this, ma'am. That clearly is a fake bag. And just remember, you got to think like a criminal. Guys, you got to think like a criminal because it's kind of a criminal activity. So know that you can still get screwed. Know that if you're doing something criminal, they're doing something criminal. Keep your wits about you. Also, whatever you order is going to take a long time to get to you. It's going to smell weird. It's going to be squished. It's going to smell weird for a while. Don't expect a bag in a week. I have waited two months for bags a lot of times. Even ones that the reviews said, oh, I got it in a week. If you look at an influencer and they're doing an unboxing, look at the way it's boxed. Because I got a bag that it was good quality. But it was so squished and shipping that it kind of fucked up the bag a little bit. I still use it, but it wasn't boxed at all. It was like rolled up and taped. And I wish I had known that. That was another thing I wanted to mention is that a lot of times they will promote that this bag has a dust bag and it comes in the Gucci box. Sometimes they even charge you for that box. I think that's kind of stupid. I think the only reason it makes sense is because of what you're saying. Or if you're giving it as a gift, if you're trying to con somebody or whatever. I don't know. I feel like they're just suckering people who are label whores with the whole box thing and needing a box a certain way. Yeah. So what have you bought? And let's have some reviews of what you've bought and what I've bought. I bought that Goyard tote. Is that the one you're talking about that was rolled up? Yes, Goyard tote and a Goyard wallet. The tote itself is actually pretty good, but it was misshapen from the beginning. I forget what the bag is. It's not leather. The heat of being in a shipping container from China, like couple of the things it adhered a little bit. Can you paint over it and fix it? It doesn't matter. It's on the bottom. Okay. But that was annoying. And the shape got a little funky. I use the wallet, but it's a little stiffer than the original wallet. Looking at it, you can't tell, but just hand feel of opening it regularly. It's just a little stiffer, but pretty good. I also have gotten the Cartier Slave bracelet. It's called a slave bracelet? It's literally called a slave bracelet. What is that? You need a key to open it up. Oh, the love bracelet. Yes, but it's based off slave. Did you know that? Yeah, but it's called the love bracelet. All right. It's a love bracelet. I was like, Jesus Christ, how do they sell something for that much money that has a terrible name like that? It's okay. I haven't had the same great luck you have. There's a couple other things that I want. I want a good fake Chanel and I haven't jumped on it. I think for a good fake Chanel, I think if you're willing to spend $300. I want it to be leather. I think you should go the Instagram route. I don't think you should go the DH gate route. Yeah. I'm just confused because there's so many choices for that iconic bag of pebble leather that I wish I could just see it in person to know the leather quality. We need to go to one of these fucking parties. I know. We need to go to one of the fucking parties. Oh, and I bought the same shirt that you had the Comme de Garçon heart striped shirt. That was a win. That was a great purchase. The Comme de Garçon striped maritime long sleeve shirt, like $20. I bought it in three colors. I'm going to buy more because I wear striped shirts all the time and it's so cute. With clothes on DHgate, just a little tip. Sizing's weird. Size majorly up because they size them for Asian women. It's Asian sizing, yeah. Little tiny women, so make sure you're sizing up. But they often give you the measurements and metrics, so just go ahead and measure yourself. Yeah. Get your tape measure together. 
together. That's all I've done. I have in my cart five other items that I'm thinking about. I know I have so many. But that's all I've purchased. You've had a little bit better luck than I have. Just to defend myself, I've done a lot of research, but I don't know. I haven't had the best luck. I will tell you also the rep ladies on Reddit. So if you Google rep ladies sellers, they'll tell you the best sellers to go through. If you're looking for Jordans, if you're looking for the best Dior bags, if you're looking for XYZ, they have lists of those things. I've wanted a Dior saddlebag ever since 2001 or 1998 when they came out. That was my teenage dream bag. I bought a fake in the re-release and it is the best fake I've bought. You wear it all the time. All the time. It's a black pebbled leather. People always comment on it and they're always like, I love that bag. I feel a lot of guilt just saying thanks and not saying, oh, it's fake. With strangers, I just say thanks. When it's my close friends, I'm like, it's fake. That's a close inner circle thing. Yeah, I just feel like I'm giving people a false impression. Like I'm a liar if I don't tell them it's fake. No, no one cares. I've also bought a embossed Louis Vuitton shoulder bag. It's not the best, honestly. I didn't spend a lot on it. It's good if I need a throwaway cheapy clutch. I recently bought a Louis Vuitton capuchin bag. I don't know what that is. It's a top handle bag. It's because I saw Kate Blanchett with one and I was like, I need that bag. Yes. It came weird. It came with spots on it, but I took a Clorox wipe and I cleaned it off. Well, it might be mold from being in the shipping container. It might be, but it's cleaned off. The hardware feels cheap as fuck if you touch it. It's not even a metal. It's a plastic, Mm. but it looks good. And I did a lot of research with that one too. Or good from far, far from good. Yeah, I bought the large acne scarf that was really big. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good dupe. That was like $20. I went to the scarf guy for mine. But this has acne on it and it's super, super soft. Does the fuzz get off on your coat? Because I can't wear my scarf guy one with a wool coat. No. Yours is like balls of fur that comes off of it. Yeah, I would not have paid for that because I can only wear it with my puffer. Yeah, no, it doesn't happen with mine. I'll send you the link. In fact, if there are any links of anything that are still available, we'll have them in the show links. I saw somebody on TikTok talk about how they bought the newest version of AirPods yep. and how great they were. The phone immediately recognized it and all this other stuff. And Matt was needing headphones. They were $30. I was like, let's try it. Let's see what happens. They worked for two days and then they went kaput. That was probably the worst purchase I've made. I don't think I'm going to buy electronics. I was thinking about buying the new headphones. No, I think there's intricacies with electronics that it's just not a good option. Agreed. So I would not do that. And that's the thing. On DHgate, they sell so much more than just fake bags. Sometimes like weird sex toys in there. Oh, they sell sex toys for sure. Yeah. You want a blow up doll? You want a sucky sucky (laughs) dick dick flashlight? And they also have like pots and pans. Gucci sweaters. You can also just buy a random sweater. All kinds of weird shit on there. Didn't you buy Luna a dinosaur bag from there? No, I got that on Amazon. Got it. Okay. Because it takes too long to get here. It would be Luna's 45th birthday. Truly. (laughs) So we'll put any links we have in the show notes if you buy anything. Yeah, DM us, guys. We want to know. We really want to see how it turns out because we like to buy fakies too. I'm looking for a good Jackie bag. Oh, I want a good Jackie bag too. Maybe our first mom meetup should be a fake purse party. I would love that so much, but I don't even know how to begin to organize that. We don't even have the contacts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hashtag swag bag. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. What, 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 what's the scenario? I'm putting Succession. That's mine. Matt and I cranked through the first three seasons, even though we've seen them already. I feel like Succession does the same thing Game of Thrones does, where it's like, I'm watching it and I'm following it, but am I really following it? Yeah. Rewatching it, realize things. This time around, I didn't realize the first time around. Willa, she's a hooker. Which one is she? I don't watch it. My friend's on it. My friend's the girl with the big bangs. Logan's assistant that he's sleeping with. Yeah. She is the eldest brother, the one that's like barely involved that's running for president his girlfriend now fiance she's a hooker that's a huge plot point I totally missed not to mention all the financial shit that's totally above my head here's the deal we're parents we can't watch anything after a certain period of time we're not gonna pay attention completely to it yeah and it's just finance shit I have no concept of in my life so there's definitely gonna be shit I miss I just love that show it's so well done it's so good I have two Vacation is a company that makes sunscreen and other travel stuff. I've seen a lot of their stuff and it smells really good, right? Yeah. So I bought for my uncle, Uncle Jimmy, fabulous gay Uncle Jimmy who lives at the beach, who the two of us are such fucking sun whores. We've enjoyed the slutty sun together many a time. I bought him for his birthday, the Chardonnay sunscreen oil because we were going to be in Palm Springs for his birthday. Why is it called Chardonnay? Does it smell like it? Kind of smells like Chardonnay and it is SPF 30, but it gives you all the vibes of Banda Soleil. Oh, yes. It gives you oily Bando Soleil body, but it's an SPF 30. Does it have that hint of color? Yes. Oh, because I've done the Bando Soleil SPF 4, which is a big statement for me. Right. I got him that and selfishly wanted to use it while we were in Palm Springs. I said, nothing says a gay, a gunkle birthday party in Palm Springs like some Chardonnay sunscreen oil. Let me tell you. Couldn't agree more. So when we were in Puerto Rico this time, one of the places we were staying, I guess Vacation just came out with a new thing, which is the classic SPF Whip Mousse. And it's a shaving cream texture and it looks like Ready Whip mm. and it smells like cherry cola. Mm. Not in a gross way. Okay. I know that sounds gross. I was like, Ugh. they call it a dessert for your skin. It's very moisturizing and it goes on like shaving cream, but it's SPF 30. They're bringing back nostalgia in a big way, but doing it with actual SPF. Their website alone is very cool. It's a really good website. Yes. And the ads just give you pour some sugar on me vibe. Very. 80s. Yes. Like French Riviera vibes. And you can pick your music that you want. You can have tropical birds as you're going, steel drums or ocean breeze as you navigate the website. It's just really good. So vacation products, but specifically those two are the ones that I can vouch for. They also make a perfume that's vacation-y smelling. Have you smelt it? The perfume? No. I'm guessing it probably smells like the original Chardonnay oil. I'm going to order that Chardonnay oil now. I can get it for you. They have it at the store right by my house. But anyway, that's my swag bag. I love that. Because you know what? You deserve to feel like you're on a French Riviera vacation when you're taking your kids out to the playground. I believe everybody deserves a little moment of being like, oh, it's the 80s and I'm going to do some cocaine in the French Riviera, but really you're just at the playground. I was going to say, I'm going to buy it just so I can use it to play tennis. With a white skirt, you should do a whole photo shoot. Bye, friends. Have a great week. Bonjour. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from 
you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or MamaDramaBand.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.